Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the One Health Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Schmelzer. I am a fitness enthusiast and fitness entrepreneur. My goal is to share the knowledge I gather through meeting industry experts with as many people as I can. For those of you who are new to the show, each week we are going to bring on different experts in areas of health. So that could be mental health, physical health, professional health, spiritual health, you name it, we cover it. Um, we really don't claim to be experts in any of these subjects. We just know the people who are, and we interview them for the greater good. Thanks to everyone who has left a review online, commented, liked, shared our Facebook post, gone on YouTube, liked those videos. We really do appreciate you guys going and doing that. If you could do us a huge favor, because it really does help us reach more people, if you could go on that little purple podcast app on your phone, leave us a review that really helps us in the rankings. We, our mission is to help as many people as we can throughout the country, throughout the world for that matter. Go on, leave us a five-star review. That really, really does help us um, do that. So thank you, guys. Our sponsors, EcoGym. These guys have been instrumental in us launching this podcast. We want to thank them again. They're offering a special 21-day spring shred boot camp for anyone that's in the Chicago area here. If you guys want to try that out, just give your local club a call, and um, they'll make sure they give you a discount on that. It is an excellent deal. Um, they're doing red light therapy, hyperbaric therapy, boot camps. I mean, you name it, personal training, they got it covered. So make sure you guys go to ecogymworldwide.com and check them out. Today on the show... We have a truly amazing individual joining us. We have Ramakant Karel. Ramakant, thanks for being on the show. Sure, Tori. It's my pleasure. Welcome, welcome. So to give you guys a little bit of um, Ramakant's bio here, um, he is more than just a business owner of two very successful North Shore Chicago restaurants here, uh, Mount Everest and Red Hot Chili Pepper. He's a visionary, and when you sit down with Ramakant, you kind of walk away with inspiration and new philosophies as tools to reach your own next level. Um, he truly believes in um, feeding your body, but more importantly, your soul. He passes on his knowledge to living a healthy life physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. Um, and he has a way of seeing when a friend is struggling or exhausted or stressed out without them having to say a word. Um, he's somebody who's going to you know, pull somebody aside and tell him or her to take a few minutes for self-care in order to keep moving upwards. Um, from Nepal, the living the American dream, Ramakant continues to share his gifts, talents, visions, traditions, and his real-life experiences to enrich everyone he encounters simply because he cares. And that sums you up pretty well, I thought. That was an excellent bio. That's that's a nice introduction. Thank you, Corey. Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess bring me, bring me back. I want to get a little background. So Ramakant just, um, recently came on board the Eco Gym family, uh, personal training client, things like that. And when I sat down with you, you started telling me, you know, what you do in your spare time to help motivate people, um, as a hobby of yours. So we'll get into that. But what I want to know more of is how did this journey start? from back when so you're from are you from nepal then yes originally okay. i'm from nepal so you're from nepal and when did you come when did you come to the u.s i came in uh, december 13 1991 91 I, okay. I came as a student okay got it it's been 27 years and 27 and a half years Un unbelievable so you came over you did the school thing and then you're like i'm staying 
Yeah. I'm not going back. <laughs> Just like every other immigrant. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah. So what was that what, what was that like? I'm sure it was a huge adjustment for you when you first <clears throat> got over here. Well, yeah, sure. Every every country, every third world country has a very different lifestyle than America. And but basically we all watch in the movies. We saw in a magazine, you know, read the papers and kind of know about America. Yeah. And when we come here, we have a little bit of uh, different than what we exactly thought about it. We thought the life is very easy. The money grows on a tree. <laughs> 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 but you really have to work hard for it. You know, there yeah. is money for everybody. There's opportunity, of course. There's no doubt about it. But you got to work for it. Yeah. So do you think that so how did this whole restaurant thing start so you're an entrepreneur you get done so you graduate college how did you get into that industry well i actually trained myself in nepal in the hotel management oh, like okay. the tourism and hotel management and that's what i came here for to study further and uh, i've always been working as a waiter busboy you know when i started here i started my career as a busboy in the restaurant and sometimes I work as a dishwasher as well. But I really enjoyed that job because I was only a 24-year-old. And I didn't have any profile that time. So I enjoyed whatever I did. And gradually and slowly, I made a progress in my area because I was very good from the beginning to, to the customer. You know, yeah. with the customers, I was very good. And then I, I enjoy what I was doing. And as a result, I think I'm in a restaurant business. Got it. Yeah, you kind of learn those core values as you work in the industry first. I think that's very, very important. I even tell people, you know, my kids, my parents had me work in the restaurant industry. My family owned a restaurant for a while. And if you want to know the definition of hard work, mm -hmm. go work in the hospitality industry. I think it I think it's very humbling experience for a lot of kids, especially this day. You know, there's a lot of entitlement out there yeah. in our society and I think um, you know working in that in that realm is very humbling mm -hmm. and I think is really important Absolutely. so I'm sure you took a lot of values away from that when you went to start your own restaurants absolutely so, absolutely so that's yeah. that's great um, so now how long have you been doing the restaurant thing I started in 2000 and okay. today is 2019 so exactly 19 years Wow Wow. Okay. So you're obviously doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Sometimes I, sometime I imagine and calculate those years, 19 years. I said, man, how did I do it? I Sometimes I don't believe myself, but I did it. Yeah. That's a long time to be in business in the restaurant industry. Yeah. I mean, that's just so, it's hyper competitive. Mm -hmm. There's so much competition and you really have to be at the top of your game um, to stay relevant and yeah. take care of people. So congratulations that's thank you that's amazing man thank you so you're doing the restaurant thing for <coughs> years and then you start taking an interest in health <coughs> wellness helping other people how did you get into that side of things well when i was uh, 40s right now i'm uh, 53 when i was 40 i i went to the doctors and doctor diagnosed me and they told me about because I was quite busy in a restaurant operation, didn't have much time for my self-care. <coughs> I was kind of spoiled and, and not doing the right things and maybe enjoying food so much. Uh, 
<laughs> so <laughs> so when I went to doctor, that doctor diagnosed me with a like a the borderline of blood pressure, uh, cholesterol, and basically those two things. And then they said, you know, I think you need to go on a medication. And I thought, how long? For I thought maybe medication for two, three months, and then I'll be normal. And then they said, no, once you start this kind of medicine, medication, you have to go <coughs> lifelong. And I thought, man, I'm only 40, and I don't want to start with the medication in my lifetime. And I told doctor, can I try something for a few months? If I start the medication after a few months, uh, it, does it really matter? He said, no, no problem. Go ahead. What do you want to do? <coughs> I started work up without anybody's suggestion. I just thought on my own. I thought I was not doing right. I think I need to change my lifestyle. Yeah. When I started working out and I changed my diet a little bit, uh, the combination of both the w workout and um, diet uh, balance. <coughs> and after six months when I went to the doctor and then I, my blood pressure and my cholesterol went to normal. Then I realized, you know what, doctors don't really tell you this secret, I think you need to find out and you need to believe in exercise. Exercise is one of the basic that you need to live your life, a uh, healthy life. Um, yeah, and what, what you get with, with the health and wellness side is it's, it's, it's really preventative medicine, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like when you go to the doctor, they are more of a reactionary person. They're just reacting to what you have going on. Well, a lot of people don't realize you can prevent that visit from even happening if you take care of yourself and yeah. you're doing the right things through your diet and your exercise. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, I always tell people it, it really truly is preventative medicine. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. No. Um, so you started diet and exercise and then did you do a follow up visit? Yeah, I was always following up, and I thought that was the lifestyle that I need to continue. And then I start continuing that lifestyle. And then, you know, here and there I saw and I heard some people of my age are dying out of a heart stroke, you know, stroke and, and heart attack. And I was, it was just like a very bothering for me because, you know, that, that is too early age for anybody to die with a heart attack. Obviously, they were not taken good care of. And then I thought, you know what, I think what I'm doing, I think I wanted to spread a little word in my community and my friend circles, so maybe they can also get some benefit. So I start talking to my friends, and I say, look, this is the th thing that I do, and I, I have impacted my life and made a better uh, result, so I think we should all do it, and, and slowly people are listening. So everybody don't really follow, but... There are a handful of people that really listen to my um, experience, and they are changing their lifestyle. I have close to 400 followers in my group. Well, we have a healthy losers group in Viber, and they are following the steps, and I, I try to motivate people to do workout and do very minor workout in the beginning and how to increase the workout and how to do it, uh, achieve a goal. So I do a like training step-by-step, and try to motivate as many people as I can. I like that. So when you first, so you got into this, you're like, I want to spread this out. You started doing, you said you've done a few like seminars <coughs> where people come yeah. like to like a hotel conference room or whatever, yeah. and then you give seminars. Yeah. What is the first thing 
that you start with at your seminars? Like if I'm somebody that's mm-hmm. interested in coming and joining your seminar, what's the first thing that we're going to tackle to get us on the right path? Is, well, it, is it the mental side of things first? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What, what happened is uh, everybody, they know that workout is, is, is good for health, but not everybody are, they have a knowledge, but they are not motivated enough. Having knowledge is a good thing, but it's not the most important thing. I think the most important thing is you have to have a self-educated and you gotta have a more motivation than the knowledge. Uh, unless and until you're mentally are prepared and mentally you really push yourself, you will, you know many things, but you don't really act it. So I, I try to uh, train <coughs> mentally than physically because that's the most important thing. And that's the lacking part that people are not mentally uh, trained. Uh, I think that's the lacking part why people are really not doing enough exercise. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, And I've said it time and time again on this show. um, And I think I talked to you about it when you and I first sat down (coughs) and started talking. But it's, I can sit here and give you all the knowledge that you want about Mm -hmm. health and wellness okay but it really doesn't matter unless you are truly ready to take that first step and just to start (coughs) making it a habit and i tell people you know if anything we need to work on your mind first before we even get into the exercise (coughs) part of things it's it's so important when you're ready to make a habit and actually do it i think you're going to be okay absolutely but a lot of people need to look at themselves in the mirror mm-hmm. and get honest with themselves because <laughs> mm-hmm. they, I mean, they walk through our doors and they say, yep, I want to come in and I want to work out six to seven days a week and I want to do this and that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. Yeah. Really? I think easing into it mm-hmm. is much better. Easy. That's why I like what you do. Yeah. It's, it's an easy way to transition from not exercising, not doing anything mm-hmm. to, okay, now, how do I create this habit? So I really like how you do that in your <coughs> approach. Absolutely. I, I try to give them a training which is not too intense in the beginning. What happens is if you start with a too much intense exercise, one day you may have a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm. The next day when you think about it, you feel tired and exhausted and discouraged. So I want to make the goal very small. I like to set the very small goal. And every week you increase your goal and, and reach there slowly and slowly. And when you do it easily, I think you're going to continue it. And if you become, it, ex- any exercise become hard on you from the beginning, I think it's most likely you quit. Mm-hmm. So I like, I, I believe in, in give the slow and easy training. And that way you always feel accomplished and you want to do it more. I think it's good to manage people's expectations yeah. right off the bat, too. Yeah. And that's kind of what you do as well. That's good because, you know, they w- if they walk into an environment like a gym, um, there's people that have been exercising for 20, 30 years and mm-hmm. they know exactly what to do. They know the perfect form mm-hmm. and they can go very quickly. I think that's very discouraging for a lot of people yeah. when they walk in and they see <laughs> that. So I always try to tell people. Hey, let's manage your expectations right off the start. Absolutely. Of course, you're not going to be the best at these things for the first few months. Yeah. These people have years of experience doing this yeah. that you don't have. And that's okay. Yeah. Go at your own pace. Nobody's really watching you. Nobody's really looking at you. Everyone's in their own bubble. 
Yeah. Really, just in life in general, I think. Right. So that's great that you do that. I love how you ease people into this. And and so many times what happens is people start the exercise and they they think they're going to get result right away and they start looking in the mirror and mirror don't tell them you have any progress made and they quit. I suggest please do not look at the mirror at all. You know why? Because when you look yourself every day, you don't see a progress. Mm-hmm. You don't see anything different. Even though you're making a progress, you don't notice that. Like you have a newborn baby. You you take care of the baby every day, and after three or four months, six months, you don't even see the difference. Baby is growing. But when the neighbor or some relative see the baby after six months, they say, wow, the baby is so grown so big. Yeah. So that's why I, if you look every day yourself in the mirror, I think you will just be discouraged. I think the feeling comes right away. As soon as you do any workout, the feeling comes right away. If you have a good feeling, if you have different, if you have an ache in the body, that means it's working. So just follow through. Just don't look at yourself. Just follow the feeling and just continue what you're doing. It. I think that way you will just uh, make a progress. That's that's amazing. And and I and you know I tell people too. So what you don't realize is you have there's two types of fat on your body and i think you and i talked about this too you have what's called subcutaneous fat which is the fat that's right underneath your skin Mm -hmm. that's the fat that we see when we look in the mirror right right Right. and then you have visceral fat well visceral fat surrounds your organs Mm -hmm. and i tell people you might not see the change on the outside right away but what you don't realize is you're losing this fat away from your organs your organs aren't having to work as hard. And that's the most important part. Exactly. So you're, you're getting cleaning, healthy on the inside. You're cleaning the danger area, and then you don't even see it. Mm-hmm. And that's why you should not never quit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even like stepping on the scale, too. I tell people yeah. that number on the scale, you could be losing body fat and right. gaining muscle. Mm-hmm. So your weight's not changing. Right. What you don't realize is you're losing inches. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So I just, yeah, that's good that you tell people that don't kill yourself over looking in the mirror and stepping on the scale and obsessing over these numbers. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like part of it's just moving. Mm -hmm. Just move, start, go, go do something. Exactly. And, you know, the mental health is more important. You know, first, the health, healthy body doesn't mean that you have a muscles, you know. Healthy body is your um, mental health and your physical health. And you, you, if you can sleep normal, if you can, if you have a good digestion, if you have a good appetite, and I think you are a healthy person. And don't look neighbors and how good muscles they have, and you don't have any muscles. Don't even go there because that is only for the competitions. The muscles only matters for the people who are in the in a competition business. But we are not competing. We just wanted to have enjoy a healthy life. And some people they do really look fat, but I- their internal thing is kind of uh, normal. You know, their system is normal. But some people look muscular, but I think internal thing is not normal. They are sick inside. Their mm-hmm. their health is more poor than the fatter person. So don't go over the look. You know, just follow how you feel it. If you feel good, you're gonna bring a good look by itself. Yeah, I think the mind, the mind and body connection is so important too. Absolutely. Because we talk about like stress. You talked about sleeping well. Yeah. And you can't, 
you can't really sleep well if you're very, very stressed exactly. all the time and things like that. How do you help people deal with it? Do you use exercise? Do you tell them to kind of use exercise to deal with these things in life, the stress and all that? You know, I, I want to emphasize uh, to the people that, you know, you need to have realize first that what is the body. If you understand what body is, I think it'll be very easy for you to, to follow the right path. Uh, I believe the body is just like a machine. You know, the machine is like the, the normal, the common, most common machine we use is a car. I think our body is just like a, a automotive. You know, when you have automotive, uh, when you buy the brand new automotive, every automotive, they give you a warranty of 33, 36,000 miles, three years, 40,000 miles, or uh, 50,000 miles, four years. You know, every manufacturer have different warranties. It all depends on the manufacturer. But the, the comparison I want to make here is, you know, when the automotive is new and until the warranty is remain in the vehicle, there's a no problem at all. Yeah. And as soon as the warranty expires after a few months, you know, you're going to see uh, that uh, red check engine light. <laughs> yeah, and, it happens like clockwork. And that happens, and, you know, that means is when we are young, when we are at the age of 25, 30, 35, it all depends on the our genes and DNAs, you know. So it doesn't really, you don't feel you can, you can abuse a body. You can drive as you want. You don't see any difference. But at the age of some people, you see like sign of check light in, in an engine, engine check light is at the age of 35 or 40 mm -hmm. or 45. That means we are all going to have some issues at the age of 35 and 40 and 45. It's just like the automotive is uh, already expired their warranty. Now it's time to go to the mechanic shop. So that means we must start our life with the exercise. That exercise means going to the mechanic shop mm -hmm. for the automotive. So that's why if you start early exercise habits, which is, is good, it's not bad, but if you don't start until 35 and 40, I think this is the time you need to hit the gym, you need to think about your health, you need to maintain yourself, otherwise you're gonna lose your, your original lifespan. Mm -hmm. Because if the automotive, if you don't take to the mechanic after, it's gonna run down pretty soon. Mm -hmm. If you really want to keep it and drive it, you got to like a make a time-to-time -time maintenance mm -hmm. a schedule. So uh, that's one thing that I really wanted to compare ourselves with the body so people uh, can realize, you know, you have to make a first realization. And, and anybody can, um, uh, you know, you got to have, we have to have a healthy lifestyle, we have a four basics. Those four basics are the food, uh, the water, uh, the healthy amount of sleep, and the exercise. These are the four basics. And every basic contribute to our healthy body is 25% mm -hmm. to make 100%. So food, 25% food, 25% water, 25% sleep. But if you miss any out of this 25%, that will not make a complete 100%. Mm -hmm. So exercise is one of the 25%. So if you don't exercise, you're definitely going to lose your 25% of your natural lifespan. So, you know, exercise is that important. So if you cut down any out of these four basic, 
you're going to miss 25% of your lifespan. That's what I believe. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And and people need to make it, people really need to view it as a non-negotiable thing, yes. right? So you get up in the morning and, you know, we all brush our teeth. Well, hopefully we all <laughs> brush our teeth. Yeah. But that's something that a lot of us view as non-negotiable. Yeah. We just get up and we brush our teeth or taking a shower mm-hmm. or washing your clothes. I mean, these are all things that you do that you don't even think about, Absolutely. right? And the I like how you said the water thing too. Our mm-hmm. bodies are mostly water. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. Anybody, that, any health expert that you listen to, they're going to tell you one of the first things you should do in the morning is get up and drink a bunch of water Yeah, because you've lost a lot of it. Um, I had a hydration expert on the show, uh-huh. and he said you lose, and it was some outrageous number um, of hydration throughout the night. You don't realize you're just exhaling it yeah. into the air, yeah. and you can see it when it's on a cold day. You can see the water vapor leaving. Now mm-hmm. think about that. Extrapolate that mm-hmm. over eight hours of sleep. Absolutely. So I'm really glad you touched on that because that's one thing that yeah. I always tell people to do. A lot of us. I mean, I'm guilty of it right now. I'm sitting here drinking a coffee. I have my, <laughs> I have my water well, down here as coffee, well. Coffee. Coffee is also 75 percent water. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm really glad you said that. And then um, sleep too. So, so, so very, very important. important. Um, you know, some people can function on a little less sleep, but it's when you start really carving out big chunks of your sleep that it's just going to spill over absolutely into everything else. Yeah. That was, uh, I'm really glad you touched on yeah. that too. I, I want to also touch one more part, which is related with this subject that uh, if you talk to someone and you ask, oh, do you really work out? Do you work out? regularly they say no i work out maybe two times a week or maybe three times a week or maybe one time a week and those type of people i really wanted to make a point okay if if you believe with me if you agree with me that our body needs the four basics to stay healthy which is the food water sleep and exercise can you leave off eating like three days a week can you leave off sleeping three days a week? Can you leave off healthily healthy life if you drink three days a week only water? Okay. If you cannot do that, then how can you rely on three days exercise? I would really try to make the point that we all must exercise as we eat, as we drink, as we sleep, like on a daily basis. Yes, you may take a one-day break out of seven. You must do six days exercise and take one-day break. L- just like if you eat seven days or eat six days and take one-day fasting, I think it's also healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the fasting is also healthy mm-hmm. to, to give a break to your body. Yeah. Six days eating, one-day fasting is super healthy thing. If you exercise six days and take a one-day break, I think that becomes super healthy lifestyle. Yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be, and we're not talking about intense exercise every six days. Mm-hmm. You know, I work, I exercise six days a week right now at a higher level than I used to, mm-hmm. but I'm not working the same muscle groups every day. That's I'm not doing the same exercises. So there might be a day, even on my rest day, I might just get out and go walk my dog. Yeah. For And I'm not talking for like a 10-minute walk. I'm talking for like a half hour, mm-hmm. 45 minutes. Walking is very easy on the body. It's nothing crazy. You know, even if it's just creating some more movement yeah. during the week, going for a bike ride, going for a walk, going for a swim, just something. Yeah. Get your body moving. Yes, right? absolutely. So, 
No, that was good. That was really good. What has your like? What has your personal fitness journey uh-huh. like? What you've experienced? What are some things that you've done that you're kind of teaching other people? Well, like, I what like I believe is I want to um, keep doing what I do is like one hour exercise a daily. Is that something that you must consider to do? for your body, for a healthy lifestyle. Uh, One hour a day, if I tell the people who are not used to with the exercise, for them it's very hard, Mm -hmm. very difficult to do a one hour continuing exercise. For them, I made it easy uh, practice. I wanted to give them a three minutes challenge. Okay, three minute challenge. On a daily basis. And those three minutes challenge, you need to continue until you know you, your body become addictive with exercise. So what I do is I train people with the three minutes a day, and every week you increase by one minute. Hmm. And that one minute you increase in a one week, you will not even feel any too much stress on your body, but you gradually making a progress after six uh, months, which is the 52 sorry, 26 weeks, uh, I think you are adding from three minutes benchmark to 26 plus minutes, which is 29 minutes, and you are getting to this almost half an hour exercise routine, which is if you can reach up to the half an hour exercise routine on a daily basis, at that point, after six months, your body become addictive, Mm -hmm. and your body demands exercise. That's what you need to reach. If you, once you reach that six months goal, and your body start demanding exercise, just like when your body hungry, ask for food. Your body is thirsty, looking for water. Mm-hmm. And your body is exhausted, tired, looking for bed. And your body become addictive. Why their body is looking for water and food and a bed? Because your body is become addictive with those habits. Mm-hmm. So once you continue this six uh, months uh, regular exercise, your body become addictive. You're going to look for exercise. You cannot miss it. And once you reach to that point to make a body active, addictive, I think you are going to reach the goal and you're going to have a, reach the lifestyle that you really need. And to, you know, to reach that part, I think uh, we all have some kind of addictions you know, in life. So some people have addiction with the alcohol. Some people have addiction with the cigarettes. Some people have addiction with the uh, movie, music, you name it. You know, people have different, different addictions, right? So if you really wanted to just adopt the addiction, just adopt the workout addiction. And that will give you a better life. I like that. And, I mean, you know, people look at this as big investment in time out of their day. You're only asking them for 30 minutes, six months into it. You're yeah. only asking them for 30 minutes. Yeah. I think if we get real honest with each other, if we write <laughs> down our entire day and everything we did during that day, I think we can find 30 minutes. Yeah. And also that way we people sometimes they also make a, this kind of challenging. They say, oh, I don't have time. I think they are really cheating themselves and they're BS, you know. People who are the most successful people in this la- in this world, they all exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you name it. Warren Buffett exercise, Bill Gates exercise. If they can manage hour for their body, which is their value for their hour is maybe a ten million dollar. <laughs> 
if yeah. if you compare to their wealth if those wealthy people that can manage an hour and if you're a medicare person a middle class person to say oh i don't have time i think that's just bs yeah you know at the point of the investment point of view i you just mentioned that investment part i say you can manage hour if people say how i have answer to that we all watch tvs right let's cut down 15 minutes you can yeah. watch if you watch one hour just uh, watch 45 minutes does it really matter if you watch 45 minutes or one hour it does not it doesn't make any life uh, change in your life okay then you sleep seven eight hours okay let's cut down 15 minutes from your sleep you sleep eight hours or seven hours 45 minutes you cut down 15 minutes does it really matter it doesn't matter yeah. Then you have you go on social media, watch Facebook, Instagram uh, for hours and hours. You know you can in this app you can watch how many hours you are in the Facebook this time, and you can really literally you can just cut down 15 minutes from that uh, Facebook time, and then you also you have gossip habits. You talk chit chat with your friends. You talk about neighbors. Yep. Talk about this. Hey, you do everything. Don't give up anything. Just cut down 15 minutes on each. Those mm -hmm. extracurriculum habits, and then save one hour for yourself. Yeah. You have a solid hour, and then you can invest that one hour. Having that one hour in your health is going to make a big difference rather than sleeping extra 15 minutes and, 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 and watching TV extra 15 minutes and 15 minutes on the Facebook and a gossip. Yeah. So that's one thing. In, again, I just proved the point earlier that every – Food and water and sleep and exercise contributes 25% to our health, which just makes 100%. Mm -hmm. So if the one exercise is a 25% contribute to our good health, that one hour is how much percentage of the 24 hours? One hour is only a 4% of 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So if you contribute, if you invest four hours, and in return, if you percent four four uh, percent, and in a return you get a twenty five percent, that's a six time invest uh, return. That's so a pretty darn good investment. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty darn investment. You investing yeah. a dollar and getting six dollar in a return. Yeah. that's as a point of view, a business point of view is also your winner. I love that because <laughs> business people that listen to this will be like, oh, I never looked at it that way. That's a very good investment. So that's that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to train mentally. Than the physically, so that yeah. really, you know, you need to you need to touch the heart and mind if yeah. you really wanted to get things delivered. And it's so important. So you know, when you are, you know, if you're listening and you're a leader in a company, or if you're a father or a mother and things like that, we're talking about self care and things like that. If your cup is empty, and when I say cup, I mean a symbolic cup. If your cup of your energy and your health is empty. How are you supposed to fill other people's cups throughout the day? Absolutely. How are you supposed to give your kids the energy they need? How are you supposed to give your employees the energy they need? If you're somebody that volunteers and gives back to the community or, or wherever it is, how can you be helping other people mm -hmm. if you're not taking care of yourself? You, Never. Need, you need to be at your best yeah. in order to help others. Yeah. And for me, personally, at the beginning of this year, this is the first New Year's resolution thing uh -huh. that I've done. I, I don't, yeah, I think in my whole life, I haven't been a big New Year's resolution, but I looked at, it, it's easy for us 
in the fitness industry, it's easy for other people to think, well, you work in a gym, so you mm-hmm. just must work out all the time. Yeah. Well, that's not the case at all. I'm here, you know, 10, 11, 12 hours a day mm-hmm. helping people. Yep. And I, for the 2018, I forgot about myself. And I took a look in the mirror and I looked at myself and it was a harsh conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how can I sit here and help other people when I'm not even helping myself. Absolutely. I'm not giving them the best me. I'm not giving them the best energy that they need. Um, so I'm really glad you touched on that. That is just, it's so important just to really invest in yourself. Exactly. It's, it's only, there's only a positive return that's going to happen mm-hmm. on this. There's literally nothing negative yeah. that is going to come of it. So having that support system at home is very important too. So maybe it's just having a conversation with your spouse and saying, Hey, listen, I know this might be a little bit difficult here, but yeah. I need to carve out 30 minutes absolutely for myself out yeah. of our routine. And nine times out of 10, if you're with a supportive individual, yeah. they're going to help you with that. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. And in return, they're going to see you making progress yeah. and they're probably going to want to make a change too. So exactly. it's only a positive return. Exactly. And you know, I like to mention this when you travel in airlines, every time there's a demo, they do the cruise members, they tell you, you know, if there's in case of emergency that you first, first put the oxygen uh, mask for yourself and then help the neighbors. So this is something that very important. That's a life learning lesson. If you really wanted to help others, you gotta put the mask first, oxygen mask first to yourself. I love that. Or if you're on a cruise or a boat, put your life vest on first. Right, right. And that just translates perfectly into what we just said. Exactly. That is, that's so spot on. Um, So give us a couple tips and pointers here. What, what What are the three things that we can be doing on a daily basis to just start a healthy lifestyle. What are three things that we can take away from this podcast and say, I'm going to implement these today? Yeah. First thing that you need to understand and appreciate that what you have more than you don't have. You got to have to look at the thing that you have and you can enjoy. So most of the time people waste time looking at the things they don't have and the waste that draws a lot of energy and you are really not in the right path. So the most important part, the foremost is you have to look at the things that you have and ignore that what you don't have. And people, they think about the problems and they really drain themselves with the situation. A hard situation, sometimes people say, you know, uh, the situation is tough and, and, and and they worry too much in one thing that is really they cannot be any p- productive anymore. Mm-hmm. So there are two situations. The situation number one that you can control and situation number two that out of your control. That The situation number one that you can control, why you worry about it? Because you can go ahead and fix it. Mm-hmm. The situation out of your control you cannot even do anything while you worry about it. So just be a worry-free in the either situation. So that's one thing that we need to learn and look at the perspective that the more you worry, the more energy that you really waste. Be happy with the spring. Be happy with the summer. And if there's a winter, just imagine it's not going to last forever. The summer and spring is coming. 
And don't complain about the rain because you can only see rainbow after the rain. So that's a lifestyle. I like that. I like that a lot, man. That's, that's so perfect. A lot of people get worked up about things that are out of their control. And really, at the end of the day, you need to look at it like, I can't control it. Um, so why waste that energy? Exactly. You can use your energy in other productive things. Yeah. I really, really like that. I enjoy what you have. I love that. Be grateful. Yeah, you know, be grateful every day, every morning. I always start. That's you know one of the things I do. You know, some people don't believe in <laughs> prayer. I'm 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 one that d does. I do pray, and the first thing that I do when I wake up is I say what I'm grateful for. Yeah. And I know I I kind of I took that away from Tony Robbins. I know a lot of people listen to Tony Robbins, motivational speaker. Mm. His main point with that was. If you start your day in gratitude, mm -hmm. you start with what you're grateful for. It yeah. puts all these negative things that come at your way into yeah. perspective. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I still have this, this, <laughs> this, and this. Yeah. So, and your health is one of those things. Yes. So that was such the a health thing. is wealth. Exactly. Um, well, hey man, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. My pleasure, I mean, Tori. Thank you so much. This is really, um, really pleasure. I'll have to have you back on as this journey continues and as you get more and more and more into your motivational speaking and helping others. I would love to have you back on. It's going to dive into more of these topics. Sure. Um, if people um, want to find out more about you or your seminars or whatever, whatever it is, how do they go about doing that? Is there that? Is it a Facebook group that that you have, or? Well, we actually they can uh, find me on the uh, YouTube. On YouTube, okay. Uh, uh, Ramakant uh, uh, Health uh, Rama Health Session Ramakant. They can look for me, and also, if they are really wanted to, I I don't have that much recordings in you know, YouTube because I just lately started, but yeah. I I am planning to have more and more. Uh, uh, messages okay. to to the people, but yes, I'm more open to have this conversation with the people, uh, you know, uh, one to one or in the group if okay. they really wanted to have some group group discussion, group session. And I'll make I, sure that I um, that I link up one of those videos yes. in the Facebook post so yes. people can just click on it and go into it and find out more information about you in there. Sure. Um, and then, obviously, any inbound things that I, we get, we'll make sure we pass those along to you because I think it's important. But, um, yeah, I just I want to commend you on the work that you're doing. I think you and I connect on the same level, which yes. we want to genuinely help people. And, you know, I'm using this podcast and the gym to help people. You're using your outlets to kind of help your people. I think it's just a good synergy I like it a lot. Yeah, so. I think I wanted to also, one important thing that I wanted to mention that one of my good friends, he said, uh, why you why you do this? You know, you, you are pretty aware for yourself. You Why you want to talk about it and why you want to say to the friends and everybody, why you wanted to motivate people for uh, health and wellness? I said, well, again, I do believe that I am exercising, I'm doing my healthy you know, lifestyle, and I may live longer, but who I'm gonna live longer with? I need friends. I like that. So I need friends that who are healthy as me, so we can have some f companionship. That's amazing. That's that's my motivation. I love it, man. Spreading the word to as many people as you can. Yes, that's perfect. You need friends until you die. I love it. I love that. Uh, well, thanks again for being on the show, um, and we want to thank Eco Gym again for sponsoring 
make sure you guys visit ecogymworldwide.com. And uh, again, we're going to keep trying to pump out more episodes now that our busy season's slowing down. We apologize for the lack of content, uh, you know, in January, February, March, but we're going to heat this thing up. We're going to keep it rocking and rolling. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.